1: Hello and welcome. <laughs> <coughs> Too much kissing. Too much kissing. Hello and welcome to the China Shop. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of financial ineptitude.com. How are you doing today,
0: Kyle? Confused. <laughs> I'm hoping you leave that part in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. O- only, only the true, truly worthy will know what that references. Right. <laughs> Come on into the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against that rage machine. We'd love to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here to smash our way through a complete set of fine china, share those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses with everybody. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers on FinancialNeptitude.com. Or you can give one of our many beginning trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links down in the episode description for you. Easy to find. Best place to be, though, is uh, join everybody over on our Discord server. It's just an amazing group of people getting on there, sharing plans and strategies and everything. It's a great support group. It's totally free, no paid tiers because, you know, I don't pay for Discord. Why should you?
0: Yeah. I've also been doing a morning levels. have been doing a morning planning session at 7 a.m. Uh, Central time. So if you want to take part in that, uh, we look at the futures levels. Definitely helps with trading the uh, the spy if you're, if you're a fan of uh, trading that too.
1: Oh, yeah. Those levels are on point too. Uh, they're great. The, those sessions you guys do.
0: We've gotten a lot
1: better at it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Practice
0: makes perfect. Right? Who would have thought?
1: For sure. And then Kyle, when they do, when they do join that Discord, uh, uh, what should they do beyond just sign up? Uh,
0: participate, ask questions, learn. No. Oh yeah, and message me if they want uh, some free swag. We've got plenty of stuff to give <laughs> okay. away.
1: That's right. It's just uh, message Kyle with your mailing address, and we'll uh, we'll ship that off to you. No problem. Mm-hmm. That's what we do here. We we give we just give stuff away. Give give give. We are givers.
0: <laughs> it's not great for business, but. Uh... <laughs> Let's make friends. (laughs) We got any show news to report? Uh, Always got show news. Uh, We just finished talking to Joe Sakala last week. Oh, yeah. Man, that was a really fun conversation. Uh, He's the CEO and founder of the Dream Exchange, trying to work to make more IPOs happen with small Mm -hmm. market companies, um, trying to help... Minority owned businesses, all kinds of good stuff. Just a lot of fun with him.
1: Oh, yeah. Amazing, amazing insight.
0: Hoping to have him back too in a few months once the exchange is uh, ready to get up and running. Uh, Let's see. We also talk, we've got Gordon Stein coming up on the first uh, or the week after that. Uh, And then we've got Stefan Mathai Davis, an AI expert. So, really excited to talk to him.
1: Yeah, that'll be great.
0: Uh, Let's see. What else do we got? Uh, Justin English from Salt Lending. then we might have a collaboration going on with Designated Quizzers. So that'd be a fun one. Big, big, big stuff Uh coming.
1: Oh, I've been been looking forward to that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, me too.
1: All right. Well, I'm excited for all that. But for right now, let me tell you, we have got a (laughs) non-refundable, non-renewable, non-returnable episode for you today. (laughs) Market moving news, stocks on the radar, and more options than a murderous villain at a comic con, because because of all the heroes,
0: <laughs> I spent an hour on the phone with the police today trying to get trying to report a murder. What? Um, um, apparently, the markets don't count. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was just watching the bulls get slaughtered. It's like somebody do something, <laughs> somebody
1: do, They're killing all these bulls out here. They're just dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Reach out to us, folks. We love your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook. Really love you on that Discord. Link for that is in the episode description. If you're old school, you can send us an email to. The number two bulls at financialnips2.com. That's the number two. Or you can give us a phone call at 725-22-BULLS. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or
0: maybe. Oh, 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 oh. Maybe back in the early 2000s, you made a really, really good trilogy. And then somebody, for some reason, decided to tap into your genius again. But it's just not as easy <laughs> coming up with original ideas and you need some help.
1: Is <laughs> so the, the new Matrix?
0: Yeah, I watched it last night. Yeah. (laughs) Fifteen milligrams didn't even help it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) you you didn't you i don't want to give matrix spoilers anyway
0: it's like you were using the same cgi stuff from like the first you know 20 year old movie yeah like man stuff's come a long ways you don't have to you don't have to do things the same way (laughs)
1: let's let's move on and talk about this stupid bet yes please
0: uh yes because we do have poll results too and we were talking about whether or not five voters was enough to uh to call it a result but i'm of the opinion that uh if you couldn't win it when one of those voters was you, Damn. I mean, you got a lot more friends than I do. You could have easily gained this thing, so if it's really on you.
1: Oh, I was 20% of the vote, and I still lost. I uh, know. <laughs>
0: And I couldn't vote. Yeah. So it's not like
1: <laughs> our votes cancel each other out. Oh, well, what am I going to do? So uh, did did you make more money than me this week? Because my bet did make money.
0: I made money, but I'm not sure if it was more than you. I think you probably did better.
1: I made $20 and 30 cents. Not 30, 34 cents.
0: You should have done better than that. Okay. Yeah. Because half take profit. Okay. Uh-huh. I didn't do the whole thing at five. Uh, Yeah. I made more, but I also was higher to start with. I think you go first.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently after two disastrous bet picks from Anthony and Sarah.
0: (laughs) Well, hang on. One of them wasn't disastrous. It just didn't trigger.
1: Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. After Kyle, Paid off Sarah to tank my bet pick. Buy Ark. <laughs>
0: oh, did you tell Vico about that, by the way?
1: No, I need to. I need to. I should have this week. Oh.
0: Vico, who's over there gobbling up short Arc chairs. <laughs>
1: yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's like the cookie monster with cookies. like, oh, short sure. Arc went up a little bit. Get some more Sark.
0: Short, short, short. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. I, I opened the week with uh, four hundred fifty five dollars fifty one cents. My pick was Tilray. It opened at four fifty nine a share. It hit five dollars. What was it Monday or Tuesday? That was like right away. I thought, yeah, yeah, it was that day. I think, yeah, Monday. I thought it would have had legs to get up to five fifty, but it peaked at uh, like what was it five dollars and nineteen cents? Yeah, five seventeen cents. And then Friday, because my stop moved to break even, uh, that would have been four fifty nine. It it got as low as four dollars fifty six cents before rebounding up to four seventy two. So, like literally three cents. Oh,
0: three that's pennies. What happened. I yeah. was wondering why you didn't have more.
1: Uh huh. Because it hit the stop. It hit three three pennies below my stop. Mm-hmm. So uh, I end the week with four hundred seventy five dollars eighty five cents.
0: Don't you wish that we could just. Cut a bet whenever we, like we get one nuke a month. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Cut it, cut it. I'm in the money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Move the stop up to five, not break even.
0: Well, if you remember, Anthony had such a great pick with Shopify when he filled in for you. Um, Yeah. I decided to copy that. And uh, I had uh, Shopify, depending on how it opened, I was going to be long above 410, short below. So, it opened at 397.76. So, the short was on. Uh, Finished the week at 363.85. And I was actually kind of sweating this one because it was down as low as like 340 before shooting up on... Thursday for some stupid reason, <laughs> but thankfully uh, when the markets tanked on Friday, uh, it took it with it. Yeah, so that took my total from five hundred and thirty dollars and fifty three cents up to five seventy five seventy six. Damn. And random uh, took BHF, which opened the week at forty five sixty two, closed at forty five eighty seven. Random made about three dollars, uh, sitting at five thirty six eighty seven now. <sighs> And I think we should maybe message Sarah and make sure that she didn't mean to go long with Sark. <laughs> no. Maybe maybe it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Okay. Pretty sure? <laughs> not yours.
1: It was, yeah. <laughs> but, it, well, yeah. It was. It so you was say not,
0: whatever consequences you get, Anthony and Sarah should help out.
1: They should have at least 25% each, and I'll have half the consequences. Because I, I get to make another bet today. So I'll have, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll have had... Four bets in May, but I only got to make two of them, and they're both going to be winners. Damn it!
0: All right, that sounds that sounds reasonable. See if they'll buy in. (laughs) No. Speaking of uh, consequences, have you figured out what I got to do yet? Um, well, you already started mowing your
1: lawn. I can't pick that one.
0: Ah, oh, God, I know. I was really hoping. <laughs> God damn it! I know that would have been such a good one.
1: What I think your consequence should be, and you're really gonna, you're really gonna hate me for this. I think that oh, yeah. you have to oh. go around your neighborhood asking your neighbors if they'd like you to mow their lawn until one of them says yes. Oh, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Dude, I can okay.
0: barely get up the hill on my own. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> is, have you seen the fucking lawns around here? Like, that would kill me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, think of the poor older woman living alone whose husband has died and desperately needs the help, Kyle. Think of that. Did you think of that poor old woman?
0: Actually, she just died. That house is empty now. There's a young couple in there that doesn't mow their lawn.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: We're other the choices. Where's my where other choice?
1: <laughs> you know, I everything I think of is just like a really bad idea. Like I can't make Kyle do that. I can't make Kyle grow a mustache and and just go watch children play at a park. Like that's fucked. <laughs> that's fucked up.
0: I'll grow the mustache. <laughs> we already did that one, though. <laughs> the
1: other one I thought of. The other consequence would be uh, you have to call up Sue and tell her that you've blown out your account. You can't stock trade anymore. And you've, you've decided that uh, you you have a friend who can get you into mail stripping and it's easy, quick cash. And that's what you're going to do now.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. You're such an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm not mowing a neighbor's lawn. So (laughs) (laughs) hopefully she's not listening to this episode. Oh, Damn it. No, that's all right. I, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Do it. Do it before tomorrow, before the episode drops. <laughs> anyway. Oh uh, all, right. all right. There we go. Should we move on and uh, talk about some news?
0: <sighs> ah, please.
1: Dow drops deep on moving inflation, COVID frustration, war damnation, we're just bringing you the fucking news, you gotta recognize the game if you don't wanna lose, we're just
0: skip two bulls trading in
1: for me. Yeah, we Rioters raiding um. Insider trading Taxes mm. are raising Bills mm-hmm. on the hill We got a crypto mill No, they ain't growing weed When the Fed speaks today It's some shit we don't need Sing it, Dan Two bulls trading information what? Two bulls trading information
0: I'm inclined to agree Two in trading information accurate. Very accurate. What information?
1: Okay, Kyle, what did you want to lead off with? So many, so many stories.
0: Well, we got a Freaky Friday story that I think we need to start with. If you remember, the markets were uh, like, I think they'd just broken below 37 on the futures. 38, 37, which is like officially bear market territory. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I saw on my TD Ameritrade that Fed member Bullard was speaking. And I thought, oh, fuck. <laughs> like... Here we go. This guy is going to just absolutely destroy everything. But I think he might have actually saved the markets. Was he scheduled to talk? Yeah, this is a scheduled thing, I believe. Okay. Uh, I don't think he could have timed that. I mean, like, he wasn't going to know that, like, oh, they just went into Bear. Better jump on Fox News.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: He, he gets on there and he starts saying that he agrees with the 50 basis points is a good plan, which I think he, wasn't he one of the ones calling for 75 bips? I thought he was like, he was like this, the Uber bear. I thought he was talking about inflation being the target. Like they need to get inflation down. They want, um, since the faster you get rates higher and get inflation expectations under control, the more room we have to lower rates. And so he says he could see lowering rates in 23 or 24 if they can get inflation under control. Mm. And then he also talked about the economy saying that the economy is still looking good. He's seeing the U.S. growth of 2.5 to 3% this year above the potential rate of 1.75 to 2. Um, he's blamed some of the things that are causing weakness right now on the second reopening going on. People used to getting out of the pandemic. Talk more about inflation, but the. The biggest point is that he stuck with the uh, the fifty bips, and he also stuck with the three point five percent end of year Fed funds target. Um, he still talked about quantitative tightening since around the world, everybody else is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of got the feeling like he was actually the savior today for somehow. Like it's such a weird moment. Like I don't know if Powell somehow like maybe they touched fingers or something right (laughs) after like rubbing on the floor you know get some static electricity and swapped bodies something weird just happened
1: the market dropped like three percent and then he talked and then it went up almost three percent
0: we almost finished i think we finished at the open yeah, or really close to it. If-
1: uh, well, no, 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 no. We finished it th- at yesterday's close. Okay, still, that's impressive.
0: So, did not see that coming from Bullard. Yeah, and then his him being the Uber Bear saying that uh, he still sees U.S. growth when everyone else is concerned about inflation or uh, re- recession right now. Well, that was another surprise to me.
1: The SEC came out and said that uh, we're. We're likely to have a recession because it's hard to stop inflation without one.
0: The SEC or the former SEC?
1: Oh, yeah. The former SEC chief, uh, Larry Harris, said that.
0: So what? what's the argument there? You need the recession in order for inflation to drop?
1: The, the recession is a result of, of hiking those interest rates. So in order to, you know, it's one's going to come with the other, you know, because uh, there's going to be less money flowing around.
0: Yeah, I suppose on one hand, it makes sense that a recession should help curb inflation because if people aren't buying anything anymore, if they're having to cut, you know, non-essential expenditures, that's going to cause a recession. But that's also going to ease the supply chain issues, which has been yeah. causing the inflation to begin with. So I don't know, maybe there is something to it.
1: Well, it's what uh, Dr. Bruce Louis was talking about, right? Like you got to see, mm-hmm. you, you got to see that bear market show up so we can get through it and get back to the bull market. Right. You know, we got, we, there's been what, 13 recessions since the great depression. Like it's, it's a cyclic thing in our economy. Mm-hmm. There's no, like we can avoid a recession forever. Like that's just normal, healthy growth.
0: God damn it. We have, he tried. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why the whole Fibonacci thing is a a stock indicator, right? Right. Healthy growth has an expansion contraction. Expansion contraction. Right. It's not just all straight
0: up. Good point. Uh, Other things that caught my eye this week, Melvin Capital apparently uh, has liquidated all their holdings and closed the door. Yes. It's a $7 billion fund. People who uh, have been long-time listeners remember Melvin Capital as being uh, one of the ones to poke retail over the whole GME thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently... uh, uh, they just couldn't figure it out. They took that big hit when they got knocked upside the head with GameStop and they just, it sounds like they compounding their issues. Yes. Uh, with the way the markets were. I think, I can't remember what they, are. they made some bets on Live Nation, some other ones that were just falling pretty hard. So uh, they gave up.
1: Uh, they They sure did. And Ken Griffin came out to criticize retail investors uh that participated in the meme stock craze saying saying that they all took they all took their pandemic relief checks and and took a run at the stock market and that it resulted in pension investors like pension plans getting hurt oh because the retail decided to short squeeze gain and brought down melvin capital oh
0: yeah it's their fault
1: to quote it's not Gabe's money you're taking down. You're taking down the money from a pension plan that belongs to a teacher. Oh,
0: oh, okay.
1: As as if Melvin Capital <laughs> yeah. wouldn't leap at the chance to cause a short squeeze of their own and take down another hedge fund. We know right. that hedge funds will take each other down.
0: Uh, do you remember the first time Melvin Capital was in trouble? Do you remember who bailed them out? Citadel. Gave them a, a shitload of money in order to keep their operations going? Yeah. yeah. That's whose money they took. Yeah. <laughs> took Citadel's money. <laughs> took That's c- why he's pissed.
1: <laughs> that, <laughs> 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 yeah, presi- precisely.
0: Precisely.
1: <laughs> and And when they shut down the fund, they do take the remaining funds, what's left, and distribute it right? So, mm-hmm. so really, if you run a hedge fund and it goes out of business, it's on you. Gabe Plotkin is responsible for any pension plans yeah. losing money. Not, not not me for buying five shares of Chia Me when it was spiking. <laughs> oh, I'm so evil. How dare I try <laughs> right? to make money on the market? You, I'm a fiend, Kyle. I'm just a fiend.
0: Maybe don't make outsized bets on Live Nation, Hilton, Amazon, and Datadog.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe do better <laughs> gabe do better
0: yeah well he'll probably be starting another hedge fund because i think that's how these things work they get shitty results then they just close up shop and then start a new one so that way they can get a fresh it's like resetting your sim account like oh, i don't want to have a 30 percent loss on my
1: savico so you no know, the one that was saying a hedge fund manager's job isn't to pick stocks it's to raise money from rich people
0: oh fuck! that was Derek goldensmith
1: yeah 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 Terry Goldensmith. Yeah. yep, Yeah. So exactly. He'll start another one because that's what he, what he does.
0: Yep. Cause <laughs> that's what they do. All right. So what else we got? Uh, last thing that I wanted to talk about was, uh, your favorite country. Turkey is in the news again. Oh, what do they do now? Uh, Turkey is a member of NATO Uh and if you remember like well the whole war in Ukraine is kind of centered around the fact that Russia doesn't want Ukraine joining NATO oh yeah yeah, yeah. apparently now Sweden and Finland want to join Turkey is the one who's jumping in saying like no, we don't want them.
1: Ah, uh, Turkey! Bastards.
0: I didn't realize this, but apparently it takes like a, a consensus in order to let a new member into NATO.
1: Yeah, it's that, it's that kind of club.
0: I guess Erdogan is still pissed at Sweden for suspending sales of weapons to Turkey in 2019 because of what they were doing in Syria. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want Sweden and Finland to support you, maybe you should let them into the giant alliance that you're part of. Maybe you'll get a little more... You know, friendly relations out of that.
1: Yeah, give with it, Turkey. Come on. This is why I was right to try and start beef with them. (laughs) I knew I knew in my heart I could feel it something's a foul in Turkey
0: the funny thing was when uh, Sweden and Finland you remember Russia was getting really annoyed and they, I think they even started throwing around like nuclear threats when Sweden and Finland first started talking about wanting to join not too long ago oh yeah uh, I guess after they did join they came out and said uh, well they're basically NATO countries anyway it's no big deal <laughs> after their threats were ignored, they're like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're basically the same thing. They're already staged troops there.
1: Yeah. 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 Total (laughs) digression. But Finland is, has been preparing for a Russian invasion for over a hundred years. So see how that goes.
0: Finland and Russia have not been fans of each other for quite some time. I think i learned about that watching the, the great.
1: Yeah. St. Petersburg used to be a Finnish country or city. Yep.
0: So yeah, I guess they have beef.
1: Uh, You know, (laughs) uh, uh, who doesn't have beef with anybody?
0: Who's that? Sue
1: Pullen. Oh. Two Bulls in a China Shop is proudly brought to you by Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners, whether it's purchased, refinance or even a reverse mortgage, Sue is more than willing to help you. And she can, she will. She's licensed in 27 states. So reach out, see what Sue can do for you. Best way is to just give her a call, 520-977-7904. Or you can send her an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. That's S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number 206048. That email again is spullen at fairwaymc.com and that phone number is 520 977 7904.
0: And two bulls in a China shop is also proud to be affiliated with Trade Pro Academy. TradePro Academy is the educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs to new and experienced independent traders. Translation, learn to trade like those big institutions, like Melvin, <laughs> better. Uh, they've, got a, they've got a great staff of highly knowledgeable and successful traders. And there's no better place that we've found to learn everything that you need to know to be a successful trader. You can find them online at TradeProAcademy.com or you can just use our affiliate link in the episode description. So it's a great way to support the show and improve your own knowledge and skills. And if you do join that discord, we still have those 10% discount codes. Oh yeah. Uh, just don't tell George.
1: Use the code. Don't tell George. That's, that's the thing. Yes. Kyle can, I need to, I need to confide a secret to you, Kyle. I don't know if you've heard about mm. the, the awesome and amazing Flarry and Leo from order flow labs.
0: I have heard of them. It rings a bell.
1: They're futures traders, right? And they've got this yeah. amazing toolkit for trading futures on Sierra Charts and Ninja Trader. They shared it with me, and let me tell you, they've got some of the most amazing custom studies. Don't tell anyone, uh, but they're for structure and execution. They got buy sell zones, exhaustion absorption detectors, uh, everybody's favorite reconstructed tape. Something for everybody. They're constantly tweaking it and sharing. Videos and knowledge—they're starting to to team up with us to to -hmm. make podcast episodes (laughs) about it. Kyle, if you're trading futures, you got to go over to orderflowlabs.com and check them out. Just do it already.
0: I I've been playing with some of the other studies on there. I've actually uh, added the the Leroy box so I can start figuring out how to trade the three finger Leroy setup. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they've got such great stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd like you to teach that to me.
0: God, what was the other one I threw on? Oh, I started using the Session Delta Pivots too, trying to watch and see how those work. There's so much stuff. It's like a kid in a candy store trying to choose what trade yeah. setup you want to try to focus on and as they start to improve the the knowledge and their databases and educational content uh, it's just going to get even better
1: yeah they're just so fantastic so fantastic
0: orderflowlabs.com check them out
1: and and stay tuned for our uh, our series that we're doing with them
0: mm-hmm. learning to trade futures with orderflow labs
1: all right you ready you ready to talk about some stocks i, I could be about stocks time looking for setups it's still not advice big moves fresh news and earnings all that was saying
0: is still not advice time. take that lawyers
1: i've heard that song is a bit of an earworm uh, and getting stuck in people's heads
0: you <laughs> know my wife was complaining about it the other day <laughs> She says, she says she as soon as she hears it, like it's just stuck in her head for the rest of the day.
1: Oh, why couldn't I do that when I was uh, trying to be a rock star? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a silly song to introduce the stock segment. That's some catchy shit. Damn it,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Oh, all right. What, what are we looking at today, Kyle? What do you what do you got lined up for us?
0: Uh, well, why don't we just go ahead and get the uh, the Musk update out of the way?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So Elon is now trying to get the SEC to come in and about. Evaluate Twitter's numbers because he does not believe the uh, the less than 5% fake accounts. Mm. And I'm pretty sure he even went to his own informal poll and came up with something like 20. I'm not sure what number he actually came up with. So I guess I shouldn't comment on that, but it was much higher than 5%. I'll say
1: I, I, I heard twenty. I saw twenty
0: floated around on Reddit. I thought I saw twenty, but I don't know. Is this just Elon trying to redirect the SEC from him and his own his brother's uh, uh, shady uh, moves? Oh,
1: it could be. Right. I actually think we're we're watching Elon Musk go from entrepreneur to celebrity, and celebrity Musk is a different person right. with, a different, with different psychology.
0: Celebrity Musk uh, needs someone to say no to him once in a while.
1: Yeah. Right. You know he and kim kardashian if it would make the best power couple she could help him with being a celebrity <laughs> oh no wait she's not a celebrity she just made a sex tape that's right that's where i know her oh. from. never mind take it back
0: and he did have a threesome with amber heard apparently
1: i don't want to see a musk sex tape
0: <laughs> <laughs> elon musk they should make a perfume for him
1: <laughs> <laughs> elon's musk
0: yeah <laughs> uh anyway the um there was an update from twitter too apparently they're uh they're not happy with with what musk has been doing and saying and they the last i saw they're actually trying to enforce the deal to make sure it goes through that's funny so this story's got uh there, there's more to this uh we'll, we'll have to stay uh posted on it or have to keep paying attention because this
1: isn't done yet yeah, then their stock's not doing that great The the market clearly doesn't believe the deal's happening, let's put it that way.
0: No, they are not. I didn't believe it when he first even offered it.
1: (laughs) Of course, I didn't hold my
0: puts. (laughs) What other stories we got?
1: Uh, We had one shared by Yellowman on Discord Mm. about Stellantis, uh, one of the world's biggest automakers. I didn't realize they were that big. They were Fiat Chrysler and they merged with uh, another french automaker
0: oh that's who they are okay
1: so they they are a major player right this is no rivian right 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 okay all right that makes more sense they make cars and they make money they tried (laughs) to pull a fast one on their suppliers and uh their suppliers responded so they they put out their new contract to deal with all their suppliers and it basically straight up said if you get any cost savings like if you know oh you make the catalytic converters and sell them to us well if you're gonna get savings on the metal that goes into that you have to pass that savings on to us you can't keep it for yourself in your own company Wow. Yeah. So as you can imagine, all the people who supply Stellantis with things were a little concerned about the heavy handed nature of the contract. Although there's a really, really good quote from uh, a lawyer lawyer in here. Where was it? Hold on. I thought I had it. Okay, I I can't find the beginning of the quote but the beginning of the quote was basically never seen people so riled up and then the second uh, (laughs) half of the quote I wanted to find was uh, these Stellantis terms were uniquely oppressive (laughs) now (laughs) <laughs> Stellantis was quick to point out that uh, they didn't lose any suppliers, but when asked how much the suppliers had withdrawn their their business, they declined to comment. So the fact is, right, this happened. Suppliers reacted, and then Stellantis backed down. So I have a feeling, probably every single supplier was like, "Oh, you need you need ten thousand of those. Oh, we'll sell you ten, but here's the price." Like we 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 we. We'll uh, we'll still be yeah we'll still be your business partner. We'll say sell you ten at this price. So they so they back, <laughs> they back that up. Apparently the contracts are already in favor of the big car firms. Like just in that industry,
0: they should and they usually are. That's not the benefit of being when you're that big. Like you can dictate some more favorable turns. That's the whole idea of being able to purchase a large amount. And most of the time they'll work with you. But um, it sounds like they kind of went above and beyond what uh, <laughs> is reasonable to try to demand.
1: Yeah, they're they're trying to make their electric vehicles cheaper, but that's not the way to do it, <laughs> right?
0: All right. Well, the the stock. Uh it's got good volume, but man, it kind of trades like Toyota does where it just seems really jumpy. Yeah. Um, looking at it, I see we've got a nice uh, little support at 14 and one at 13. And it kind of, it's kind of hovering just above that 14 right now. Um, nice volume distribution all the way up to 17. So, this, this decides to start running up. That's about where I'd look to start it. That's about what I'd be targeting is right around 17. Uh, if this 14 fails, should run back down to 13. And if that 13 fails, then we can really see some pain come back down to 1150 area
1: yeah yeah they they seem pretty cheap for being such a big automaker but i mean their covid low was six dollars 40 50 cents
0: well i mean it's france
1: Oh, well, one of their companies is in france so Do you
0: know anybody who buys a french car <laughs> Hey, Chry-
1: chrysler's still a thing and fiat's italian people love but Italian cars.
0: Italian is different than French. What does French make? Renault?
1: That's one of. yeah, that's their big one. I'm just saying that, you know, that's only one of the many big companies that banded together into one.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Uh that eleven is if you if you zoom out on the weekly, that eleven dollars is a huge level.
0: Yeah, there's some previous tops back from fifteen and two thousand sixteen they're kind of right around that 11 to 11.50 11. range.
1: Yeah. Looks like the, the volume was a lot bigger <laughs> back then. <laughs> yep. All right. You got any stories?
0: There's one other one. And that was, um, I don't know if you were watching, but Spirit uh, was the the subject of a hostile takeover bid from JetBlue.
1: Whoa, I didn't. I was not watching that.
0: Um, so, apparently, it has already been rejected. I'm trying to find... I know I pulled the story up. I just can't see where I put it. Oh, here it is. Let's see. They What was the offer? The offer was $33 per share takeover. And the reason why Spirit declined it is they said it had a low likelihood of winning approval from government regulators. Uh, thinking antitrust. I'm not sure why they would have any antitrust issues. I guess it has to do with their New England operations for JetBlue. Uh, Maybe they have a much bigger footprint over there. Like,
1: oh, their footprint is too shared?
0: Okay. If it's antitrust, like you think of like two big of a company, right? They have too much market share. Yeah. Frontier and JetBlue are both trying to battle for Spirit uh, to make the merger because they want to be able to compete more with the big four airlines like the Southwest, the uh, United Airlines, American Airlines, all those. The fact that they're not in the big four and they're trying to acquire somebody to be able to try to compete with them tells me that they should not be subject to any antitrust.
1: Well, I think think there may be some nuances to it like the if it's if if they're serving different regions and like there's a ton like Spirit and JetBlue are the only options if you want to fly to certain cities then it might it might be a thing i don't know where they say like those routes or those cities well, S-
0: Spirit and Allegiant are like the only ones that fly to like a lot of these not major airlines
1: huh i don't know
0: it- I, I mean it looks it looks like there was it looks like the Justice Department did sue in September to try to unwind JetBlue and American Airlines northern northeast alliance partnership. Mm. So there was something in the northeast, but that was that's an alliance, that's not a merger. So I'm not sure how, I don't know. I'm not sure why they think that. Uh it does look like JetBlue did try to spice up their offer a little bit more with the 200 million um like I don't know what you call it, escrow, I guess. If the bid fails, then they fork over that money to to Spirit. Regardless of whether or not it gets completed, basically if uh, the basically if the antitrust thing uh, stops it from actually going through, mm. but I didn't see uh, if that was rejected too or if they've even considered that yet. I think they just I think so far what I've seen is that they've just uh, gotten that and are looking at it. But I don't know, kind of uh, kind of weird. I mean, Spirit was trading around like twenty two dollars. Why wouldn't you take a thirty three dollar buyout price?
1: Yeah, good question. I mean Twitter jumped at their chance to have that <laughs> premium
0: <laughs> right <laughs> Let's see JetBlue is traded on the Nasdaq by the way
1: Yeah I'm looking at I'm looking at SAVE SAVE is Spirit Airlines which one's JetBlue what's their ticker
0: JetBlue is JBLU and it looks like everything else looks like it's trending down but this one's been trending down since September 15
1: Yeah why doesn't Spirit try to buy JetBlue JetBlue's cheaper <laughs>
0: That's I know, right? Market cap. Uh, Let's see. You got to support around ten dollars, which it's hovering right there right now. Break that, run back down to seven between eight and seven dollars. Yeah. Ah man, lots of tasty short ideas. Looking at all these stocks,
1: I like nine twenty nine for JetBlue. Yeah.
0: Yeah, right where that volume node picks up.
1: Right where that support hit two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I like that, and I really like seven dollars. Well, yeah, Let's obviously <laughs>
1: you're like nine. You love yeah. seven. That's, that's my, that's my favorite. That's my favorite part of a bear market is, is, is then I get to play like, mm-hmm. how low will it go? Like, like YOLO, like following it down and being like, I remember we had the conversation where I was like, well, I think I get it at eight, but I'd love to get it around six. And now it's like down, down at seven, but it dipped almost to almost to six. It's like, oh my God, I do love the price even right. cheaper for a long-term holding.
0: Just uh, wherever you're planning on buying it and you're going to put your stop at, just put your entry where your stop is. Yeah. Might as well just save yourself a little bit of money.
1: <laughs> it's a bear market. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, any Uh Anything you're watching for this week?
1: I'm watching Pfizer. Take a look at that sucker.
0: Oh, Pfizer, huh? Oh, what do we have here? Yeah. That is an interesting pattern. There's a really nice trend line that's been following for since March. Yeah. Even, even earlier. And
1: uh, it's it's on the risk-off sectors and risk-off risk sectors when I look at my combined charts. It printed a, a doji on the day, um, mm-hmm. but it looks a lot stronger than the risk-on. Wait, like Pfizer? When you No, I'm I'm saying the combined energy health consumer staples sector chart that i have so uh and looking at the options flow
0: a lot of good volume on this friday Mm -hmm. if you look at the way the like if you look at the support like follow the move back from march and then just draw a trend line connecting the uh the dips of each leg and then you can do the same for the peak from december 21 down sorry, March of 21. I was looking at, uh, you see that it looks like it's, everything's tightening up right now. So whenever it breaks out of those two or that wedge, that's uh that's the side you want to be on. Yeah. But it is looking, it looks bullish to me. Yeah. Just the way the volume is trending.
1: Yeah. I wish, I wish I had uh, been looking at this last week. Cause it just had a pretty good week.
0: Well, this is right at the, the do or die moment coming up next week. So we'll see what it wants to do as far as, you know, trying to break above this trend line or not. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's pushed up into another distribution above 52, also which is another good sign yes assuming it can hold that
1: absolutely what i was looking at uh that 55 half is is where i want to see a break and retest to yeah really really show me that uh i should get some long <laughs> some your calls. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see. I think we got time for one more. Yeah. But I did look at F- uh, FedEx. Oh, okay. That I wanted to talk about. All right. Pull up their chart. Um, same thing. If you uh, look at the downtrend line, you can you can look at where the resistance is. If you connect the top from May uh, end of May of twenty one, and then just kind of connect the tops as it runs down. But look how well it's trying to hold that. You know, right around two hundred dollars, maybe a little bit below that, like one ninety five to two hundred. Like it's mm-hmm. really trying to hold that zone and if you look back even further you'll see a nice little gap around 186 Mm. and i don't really have a decent support if this you know 198 area fails until you get down to about 177 180 i guess one
1: yeah 177
0: Uh, you can make a case for 185 but 185 is right in the middle of that gap
1: yeah 177 is good i like that yeah seen that shelf
0: Yeah. i'm gonna be watching fedex to see what it does here at this level uh it uh tried to dip below it again but each time it's dipped below it's had a really nice tail are on the, on the candle as buyers push it back up. Are you looking at the daily? Maybe watch this, yeah. Maybe watch this down, this uh this trend line and look for an entry closer to, you know, 220 if you want to try to ride this. Uh, if you can get in, get some puts when it, you know, if it retests around 220 to yeah, somewhere around 220. Actually, like puts at that 2, point. 218. Yeah, that's that's another good level too. So the two of those should intersect right about the time it put earnings in the 23rd. But anyway, that's one I'm watching. I want to see if it bounces off this line. And if that um, trend line holds as resistance, uh, I might be looking to pick up some puts at that point. Yeah, See if maybe we can't get that gap filled.
1: You could also watch this for a breakout below 200.
0: Yes, that too. I just, uh, the way the buying came in on Friday, it's got me thinking it's going to try one more push up before it gives it up.
1: Three weeks ago, it did get as low as 193. Yeah. So that's going to be... The real, real low. It's gonna break to stay on
0: bear run. Right, one ninety three, and then the gap uh, that starts around one eighty seven to one eighty
1: four. I'll be I'll be excited about puts on FedEx. I want to see them break below two hundred and retest it because I think it already did the two twenty. Mm-hmm. I think I think it already te- you know did two twenty and and it's just pushing pushing lower.
0: Gotcha. Anyway, um. But yeah, that's that's the one on my list. But I think it's time we move on. Uh, what do you got in sector rotations? Um,
1: well, I mentioned earlier the the risk on is is looking still pretty pretty down in the dumps, so that's good for the bears. And risk off had a had a doji for the day. for look at look at on the weekly though. It's it's holding pretty nice support right. even, uh, uh, as it went through the week. Anyway, uh, the McClellan oscillator. We are uh, accelerating the, the this past week. The sell off got even more outflows, uh, and it's also like dipped the month. May's already had more outflows than April. We are now in at May. Oh, wow. We're at an outflow level of negative forty two. To put that into perspective, that's uh, where we were at in peak COVID. Wow, we're actually we've got we've got more slightly more outflows than we had peak covid uh so <laughs> looking pretty bearish
0: so what, is, what does all that mean <laughs> does that mean the trend is likely to continue or is there anything that's showing you that maybe this is a, a reversal point
1: i i the only thing i know of to look for the reversal would be that 90 90 thing that uh vic turned on to mm let me, let me see. I, I haven't had that up on my chart for a little bit.
0: Maybe I should. I was just thinking the, the close on Friday was pretty strong. I just wondered if.
1: We actually hit only hit 70% inflows on Thursday. Um, while the inflows started mm-hmm. the morning on Friday up near in the, in the 90s, it, it ended the day at negative 50. So oh, uh, a quarter, yeah according to the up down volume. Still
0: outflows. Okay.
1: I should say the up, de- the UVAL up DVAL. The, uh, we, we had, yep, uh, yep. down volume beat the up volume on Friday.
0: We were negative 50. So maybe that wasn't as strong as it sounded or looked.
1: It sure moved the price up, right? But, right. The down volume still outdid the, the up volume. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still pretty bearish. Gotcha.
0: All right. All right. Should we do some crypto? Yeah. Let's talk about some crypto. I got some crypto in my wallet
1: Hanging out on my Ethereum blockchain
0: Yeah, I got some crypto in my wallet Some doji sushi polka dot, NFT
1: Decentralized, an cryptocurrency Oh, hey. So, uh I've got a little bit more of the nuts and bolts as to what crashed Terra Luna.
0: Okay. Please, please spill.
1: So, the the stablecoin Terra and the crypto coin Luna, uh the token Luna. Yep. Had AI bots using Luna to balance the value of Terra to a dollar. So meaning like uh-huh. if 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 terra starts going up the a bot ai bot will start start to create luna or destroy luna uh-huh. to balance it back to zero, right? If it if it if it goes okay. it, it, like if it goes down it'll create luna and sell it to to profit back up or the other way around i i, I it's out of my head right now uh, and i don't have that story accidentally
0: close it they're trying to just control the supply and demand to to peg the price to a fixed asset
1: exactly exactly you using luna and they would create or destroy luna tokens to balance it right
0: well i can see an issue with that <laughs> <laughs> what happens when nobody wants it
1: <laughs> so what well, what what ended up happening was yeah they they had uh, li- enough liquidity pull out that the AI bot when it tried to respond it uh it just completely put uh, uh went went nuts and uh overreacted <laughs> it couldn't handle the situation uh on its own and I think it, it ended up uh I mean obviously the the value of luna and terra both started going down together and that that was that was the loop that got caught in whatever it was doing to respond to the situation it was it was like leading into it and it just it did like it did its own right. it did its own short squeeze down
0: <laughs> wow whoops uh, yeah, whoops <laughs> so does any other stable coins use this uh, method to try to maintain them
1: you know what i bet they all do <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry for doing such such a shitty job explaining that. Um, <laughs> I should have had my notes uh, but that's the gist of it. They also um, they dissolved their Korean headquarters mere days before the crash. I don't know if that's coincidence or not.
0: Oh that's that's such a coincidence. Also this isn't his first uh, the guy who created this. it's not his first failed stablecoin apparently. <laughs>
1: What was his other one? Um,
0: That would be basis cash, supposed to be worth a dollar. It also capsized. He dodged two Securities and Exchange Commission subpoenas.
1: Okay, so you know what are you going to do? You you really should uh, do some due diligence, maybe before aping into crypto.
0: Right? Yeah, look into who's creating the thing. Yeah, see what kind of track record they have. (laughs) Oh,
1: wow. Yep, we 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 made it this far.
0: Yeah, draw, motherfucker. I don't know. That I really had a good, mm. uh, I mean, I can look at like just maybe my track record overall over the last month and my, uh, uh, trying to, you know, get better with the futures. Um, but I didn't really do much else other than that. So it's kind of hard to have a good, maybe just sitting on my hands and then not overreacting. Uh,
1: I think, I think the dialogue you started with flary on the discord counts as a good
0: uh yeah trying I mean, to take advantage of that resource
1: you've got like a little mentorship going on prepping for the the podcast stuff uh yeah that does make
0: me feel good yeah it's <laughs> about the only thing with this market oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, about you do you have anything good
1: i was only bad and ugly this week the only thing i did that qualified as good was uh that today that i was thinking was i shut down thinker swim right before the market dumped the s&p dumped 10 points so, mm-hmm. that just made me made me sad because I should have been doing puts. I I had an awful week, Kyle. I just had an awful week and uh I need to I need to take a step back and breathe a little bit. And I don't know if I should not trade at all next week and just watch, but uh I really need to I need to step a step away.
0: If I'd say if you're thinking that, that means you know what you should be doing. Yeah. You're just trying to think of a reason to not do what you should do
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly and and yeah i don't know maybe maybe we'll see if uh vico will let you do the trade pro call instead of me for this week
0: i mean i'm mostly sim too so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it could be fun
1: could be fun we'll see we'll see
0: nothing uh, like learning from the master so but it also like trying to learn from the master can make you do some things that you normally wouldn't do too. i can only imagine what the pressure is like when you're actually on the call with them not just listening
1: right well i mean i don't have to share my fills but i don't want to that's true but but yeah it it creates its own thing there were i just got most of my bad and ugly were all stuff i've talked about before like overtrading revenge trading not following my plan mm-hmm. Not following risk management, um, but I think the the biggest one, uh, my biggest ugly this week was I realized I was letting uh, I, I unusual whales changed their format, and instead of diving in and be like, okay, now how do I find the information I was finding, uh, I was just showing up for the trade pro call and listening to Vico instead of forming my own stuff, right? And that that's got to be my ugliest thing I did all week was was because if I had been like, uh, this morning I did, I did, I was diving in and I was like, oh, this is a bearish day. And then I got talked into mm-hmm. buying calls when I really should have just been leaning heavy on the puts. <laughs> like my own system was telling me to do. Right. Um, uh, anyway, that's, that's my disastrous week in a nutshell. Uh,
0: my bad has to do with just building. I mean, I think I'm overstaying my welcome and sim with the futures trading. Cause I'm starting to build some bad habits and, I'm not sure the right way to try to fix that. Like, I don't really want to get out of Sim until, like, we've had that first um, you know, meeting with or the first episode recorded with Leo and Flurry, so I can mm-hmm. kind of get their opinion of what what I should be doing going forward. But at the same time, like, staying in Sim too long is not not helping me at this point. I don't think anymore. Like, I need to I need to start trying to get used to the feeling of live money again. Yeah. And and actually like following my risk management type plan, because there's been a few times over the course of this last month where I just start sizing up and then get back to break even be like, okay, I'm good. I'll just keep trying this idea until it works.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think I
0: did that Thursday and that, Ooh, like, no, that's not something I can do when I go live. Like should have shut everything down (laughs) well before that. Somebody who did
1: that twice this week, let me tell you, you don't want to do that live.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And then my ugly. um, Oh, man, this one really hurt. Uh, Remember when we were talking on the Discord with uh, some of the other listeners about Target and how I wanted to get puts for the earnings report coming up? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I completely forgot to place that earnings bet uh, the day before they uh, reported those earnings. So when I woke up the next morning and saw Target drop 50 plus dollars, Oh yeah, On oh. The, the shit earnings that we all knew was coming. We all knew, yeah. Uh, that really, that really fucked with my headspace because now I just see thousands of dollars that I missed, missed out on. Like you, your brain registers it as a loss, even though it shouldn't. Yeah, shouldn't be. You didn't lose anything; you just didn't make anything. Yeah. Oh, that's tough, man. That one was kind of hard to try to overcome. So that's why I didn't really do much today. I'm still trying to get over that. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, on that note, let's make a bet.
0: (laughs) 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 At least my bet last week did well.
1: (laughs) Right? Oh, why didn't I? That's another thing. I didn't follow my Tilray bet when I did intend to wake up Monday morning.
0: You you tried to, didn't you? I remember you looking at it. You were about to, and then I already hit your profit.
1: (laughs) I I tried to get filled. I, I missed it by like, uh, I, I missed it by a f- Where I wanted to get in by a few cents Because I was like looking at it like a day trade And just yeah, it just ran away from me And I was like, I'm not chasing this price Right <laughs> Anyway I need it, wanna beat it Gonna win it if I take it from you I'm filling my position, Quit your bitch and random's gonna lose Got a chart full of levels and a stop, that's not too tight. It's bet, pick it time in the shop, so pick em right. Oh, uh, what you looking at? Oh, no, I get to go first, right?
0: Yeah, I think you can.
1: Ah, so many choices. But I think I'm going to have to go with uh energy i think i'm gonna go long exxon mobile i like that xom
0: exxon mobile xom yeah um oh man this is uh, trying so hard to break out of that 92 level
1: yeah i think we're doing it ne- i think we're doing it next week
0: it did print a bit of a doji on friday though right at that top
1: well my my initial thing was i was gonna short it but uh but then i convinced myself looking at the the <laughs> options order flow that uh yeah i know doji at the top
0: well, you got access to more information than i do so long xom what's the uh take profit and stops
1: oh uh the stop ooh, maybe i want I do want to short them yeah screw it i'm gonna short them i'll put a stop at uh a stop above at 94 94 Good. Okay. And my first take profit will be eighty nine, and my my second one will be eighty six half.
0: That's what you want to do, right? I don't want to be influencing.
1: Well, that was my original idea. Yeah, let's go with that.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, I think <laughs> I want to go. This is going to sound crazy, but I think I'm got enough of a lead to where I think I can take a little more chances. But I like Nvidia. Okay. Where it's sitting right now, I like the I like the uh, the line, the nice uh, long tail uh, from Friday. Uh, last time it tried to dip into that range too, put a nice doji in, then just shot up out of that area. Uh, I want to go long, and I want to stop at say one fifty four with a take profit. We'll take the first one at say one ninety, and the second one at two ten. Okay there's oh. no way it's hitting that next week but whatever you know dream big <laughs> I make, it. make that 200 Let's not get super greedy 200 200 good Yeah, 200 should work <laughs> all right and we need a random stock Ah, oh, wow that's interesting random wants to go along united airlines Ooh,
1: ual well i was looking at spirit and jet blue i was bullish so god damn it <laughs>
0: Uh, anything that relies on gas at this point, though, or any type of fossil fuel, I'm not sure that I want to be playing with it till energy prices come under control. But you know, you do you, random. You do you. Random. <laughs> I guess. I guess it could
1: have been worse. It could it could have picked Arc K and then just shot up through the moon.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Has that happened yet? Where random picked one that we lost on and then smoked us on it?
1: Not yet. Not yet. You've done that to me with AMC, if you recall, when it was down at like $2.5 a share.
0: Yeah, that was before we knew what was going on.
1: <laughs> anyway, all right, folks, there you have it. I, I'm a short ExxonMobil. Kyle is long his madness. What was
0: it? <laughs> Nvidia.
1: Nvidia. Yeah, semiconductors. You could, they're real strong right now. Good job.
0: <laughs> this is the worst chart I've ever seen, and that's why I'm going long. <laughs> it's the worst
1: chart I've ever seen. Yeah, maybe I should have gone wrong.
0: long Rocket Lab. Should have just shorted Nvidia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't. I I, I pick first.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: Sorry, you can't stick around, folks. We gotta, we gotta close up the shop. Uh, but it's been fun having you here. We're really glad you joined us. We'll be back at, back at you soon with another great interview. And then, uh, in, in a week's time, you can see how we did on the bet. Until then, happy trades.
0: Goodbye. Hey there. Hey Sue, how are you doing? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Passion? So. There's been some issues with the uh, the trading lately, and I think it's gonna have to lead to a pivot. Okay. Um, kind of blew up my account. Um, so I was gonna try to get Laura to go work at one of the local gentlemen's clubs, but she thought that that was really ridiculous and sexist. Uh, and then she flipped it on me. So now she wants me to do that. <laughs> I actually think it's a good idea, and I think it would lead to a good pivot for the show, Um, but I don't know if you still want your name attached to it. (laughs) So, if I was to do this, um, Dan would probably be the one setting up the gigs, and then we're going to rename the show Two Balls in a China Shop. Oh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you think? Do you still want to sponsor that, or...? So, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I knew the market was shifting, kind of ugly. Yeah. yeah. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna strip. <laughs> there's nothing else I can do. You're not gonna strip. I am. It's uh, it's good money. <laughs> apparently, there's <laughs> a apparently there's a big need for it.
1: You have to have
0: a good body for it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I started mowing my own lawn, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, didn't think you'd buy any of this. No, um, no, I had to do this now before the episode came out, though, because uh, consequences. So what are you really doing? I didn't really blow up my account.
1: Okay. Hang on, I gotta.
0: Yep. i again? sorry. Did I say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that I really, I just lost the consequences. That wasn't. as <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just don't have. I don't know how many women are going to go after your
1: body and talk you. So do something.
0: Women loving every man. Women loving an every man. Plus, I can do some stand-up, right? Doesn't laughter like? Look... Now, that I could yeah. That I could Yeah. <laughs> Naked stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: you're so funny. So, Dan made me a part of your...
0: You lost. Yeah, it's either that or go next door and ask neighbors if I can mow their lawn until I get at someone to say yes.
1: Oh, forget that. That's
0: exactly forget what I said. I said I'd rather tell Sue I was turning into a stripping. <laughs> I can't believe you lost. <laughs> um Well, Dan should be getting his come up and said, as long as I can hold it together for one more week. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm hitting stop now.